Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Wealth Ability for CPAs show. Better clients, better practice, better life. Here's Tom Wheelwright. Welcome to the Wealth Ability show for CPAs, where we're always discovering how to build better clients, a better practice, and a better life. This is Tom Wheelwright, your host, founder, and CEO of the WealthAbility Network. So we've all had customer complaints. We've all had complaints from clients. How do we deal with them? And how do we turn a complaint into a gift? Today, you're going to learn from the expert, Janelle Barlow, on how to turn complaints into a positive, how to take action and actually make something good out of it. So I'm very excited about this. Janelle, it is so um, it's so exciting for me to have you on the show. And if you would, if you just give our listeners a little bit of your background. Well, I've been involved in the field of customer service for a long time. And I began to narrow down, narrow down. And I realized that there was one aspect of service that wasn't dealt with that much. And that was complaint handling, except to give people who take complaints kind of a script, which is to say, I'm sorry, basically. There's a lot of apologies that go on in complaint handling, uh, which in my mind is not really the best way at all to deal with this. But uh, I realized that there was a huge, this is, this is a big area and it's filled with psychology and economics and business and strategy and so uh, I just began looking at that very carefully and been doing so for the last 30 years. So well, that, that is awesome. I, as I was uh, reading your book, I, um, which is a complaint is a gift, how to learn from critical feedback and recover customer loyalty. Um, it, it really did hit me that, you know, a complaint, a, it's a message, right? It's communication from the client. And I'm always more concerned about people who don't complain or don't yeah. say anything um, because right. they're not communicating at all, right? And they're the right. ones who tend to leave. The people That's who right. complain, there's, then you can handle something. So when you look at a complaint, why? let's just start with the basics. Why do you say a complaint is a gift? Well, there, there's a lot of reasons. One of them is, is typically it's the most loyal customers, the ones who are most supportive of you who are willing to, claim, to complain. They want you to get better. So if you, it, it, let's just start with somebody comes up to you with a complaint, rather than taking a defensive stance against it, which is very common, particularly when it's your own work that's being complained about, which is, I guess that's primarily the case with the CPA. They're right. complaining about you and your work. It's not like you've got some product that was produced in right. Asia and then sent here. It's your work. And so it's natural to get defensive. But if you, if you see it as this is number one, 
one of my loyal customers. They've been with me for a while. They want me to get better. So now that's the message coming through that filter. That's a gift because most people, as you say, most people just don't complain. They don't. No, I, I agree. I, I, I love, uh, of course, we all love getting the positive uh, reviews on Google and, and you know, it's authors. We love getting those positive reviews on Amazon, right? And we'll always take those. But once in a while, we get those reviews that are not so positive. And, and of course, customers have a lot of, they carry a lot of weight these days because they can post on Google and they can post on, you know, Amazon or wherever you're located, they can post and they can complain. And if, yes. they, if, they're, if you're not willing to handle that complaint, then they're going to complain somewhere else. So how do you get people to complain to you as opposed to complaining to the general public? Well, the, the best answer is, is to ask lots of questions, find out what's going on. I mean, that's, that's critical uh, because if you first see it as it's an attack on me, but rather What's that customer feeling? In my mind, what a complaint is, is a statement of disappointment. That's basically what it is. I'm disappointed in what happened or in what you did for me or whatever it is that it is. It's a statement of disappointment. Now I want to find out about that disappointment. What was going on that made you disappointed? And asking questions and really listening carefully is really two critical skill sets for handling complaints. Saying I'm sorry is not going to get you very far. It's just, I, I get so sick and tired of hearing people say to me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I always say back, I'm sorry too. I'm sorry too that this is happening. But it's a statement of dis disappointment. Now, sometimes anger accompanies that. And that you have to be willing to say, what is anger? Anger is a loud vocal expression that something matters to me. I mean, the more angry we get, the louder we get. So uh, that, that's all it is. If somebody's just trying to tell you, this is important to me. So you got to hear that. And then you just keep asking questions until you get to what it is that really bothers the person. Very, very frequently, customers will not tell you what really bothers them. I mean, they may come into your office and they don't like something that handled in terms of filing or in terms of the results or whatever. But what really bothered them was that you don't have any parking outside your place. Right. And every time I come in, it's I, I have to drive around and I don't know how long it takes me to get there. That's what really bothers me. And I'm and I haven't said anything to you after five years about that. Do you, do you, do you ever find um, that uh, sometimes the customer doesn't even know why they're complaining? Exactly. That they they feel something is off. There's mm -hmm. something that and so they might say, um, well, your prices are too high. Well, right. Of course, right. I, I'm always telling telling my CPAs, it's never the price, it's always the value, right? right. But they're right. saying that something's wrong in right. that price versus value, but they may not know what it is. Right. How do you, uh, uh, granted, you've got to ask questions, but what types of questions can you ask to really dig in and find out something that they may not even know? Like, for example, it's right. the parking, it's not the filing, or it's right. not the location, it's, you know, just give me some parking. That's right. Yeah. You know, and so it's, you know, I, something's bothering you. I can tell, I can tell that. And I'm really, I, I want to work through that with you to find out what it is because I value your feedback. So it's, you know, you're, you're starting off with some kind of rapport and that's the key. You've, if people don't have rapport with you, they're not going to tell you things. They're not going to give you good feedback. Rapport is critical. It's critical in sales 
And if you really think about it, what's going on with a complaint is they're telling you something. You've got to sell them to get them back in again because right. you want to keep those customers. At least I assume you do. I mean, if you don't, then fire them, you know, get rid of them. You don't, you don't have to work with everybody. But if you want to keep that person, you want to find out what it is that is bothering them. So what is it? Let, let, let's talk about what's because you've been coming in the last three times and I can tell you're not real happy here. So let, let's see if we can figure this out, because I I want to make you happy. I want to make you satisfied. So you're you're just real direct with your business model, which is. I provide this service and I want to do a good job for you. I'm assuming that that's where everybody is. Uh, maybe they're not. Yeah. You, you know, you, you make a good point. We, we've heard for years that anger is not the opposite of love. Um, uh, it, it would be being agnostic, right? It's it's not caring at all. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite of loving. So if they're angry, they care enough to say something. So that mm -hmm. means that they do care. These are loyal customers. These are people who do want it to work. And mm -hmm. their feedback is critical to, to the success of your business. So let me ask you this question. So sometimes you have uh, complaints that are just one-off. I mean, they're like, okay, somebody screwed up. And, and my response is, you're right. We screwed up. Thanks for bringing it to the, our attention. And uh, we, let's talk about how to not screw up in the future, right? right, right. So because we're going to need your help with that, right. right? But then there are other things that become systematic, Oh, right. They're, they're a complaint that is really goes to the core of your system and how you're handling things um, in your business. So what, how do you, how do you determine whether it's a one-off or a system, systemic, systematic complaint? And then how do you actually build it into your system so that you use that complaint for a positive change? Well, I, I think you just said it. It's a one-off. That means it doesn't happen that frequently, but still it's important. It's an important complaint because it's important to that person. But if, it, if you're hearing these things two or three times or four times, that's, that actually would be quite a bit in a CPA practice, I should think. You know, it's not For like sure. Walmart or Costco where you get hundreds of people coming in. But so that now you've heard this thing several times, that's really an alert button. But the customer wants something that you're not delivering. And not just this customer, but probably a whole bunch. And one way to look at it is when a customer is complaining, they really are the spokespeople for this whole line of other people who are never going to say anything for a whole bunch of reasons, including when they were small children, they were told, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And so they've, you know, I, I don't want to be a whiner. I don't want to be a whiner. Right. You know, I really think it's too bad that we have such a negative attitude towards the word, word complaint. I was having dinner recently with somebody and he said, well, I, I just don't like the word complaint. I like the word feedback. Excuse me, but feedback can be positive right. and feedback can be negative, but a complaint is always negative, always. So they're not the same words at all. And yes, you want feedback, but the complaints are the ones that touch to the core of the individual when they're getting ready to say, if you don't fix this, I mean, I've warned you now, if you don't fix this, um, I'm, I'm going to leave. Um, so I just, I just did that yesterday. I bought something online. It didn't work. I wrote them. I wrote back five, six times. I spent maybe half an hour trying to make it work. I said, okay, this isn't working. I'd like my refund. And they wrote back this morning. said, what, what would, would you stay with us if we upgraded your, your system? And I said, uh, no, I said, I, I think it's, I'm just going to have more grief. I can't imagine that their pro system is better than their regular system in terms of what it's supposed to do. So 
uh, that's it. You know, uh, if they had handled it right away from me, I would have been with them still today, but I'm not. So, so, so how do you take that information and then just put, and, and make it part of your system? Well, it, it depends on how, you know, if you're a single sole proprietor, I mean, you're, you're the only professional in the group, you're, that's it, but then you've got to do it yourself. But if sure. it's a group of people, I think whenever you have any kind of team meetings or group meetings, it's a really good idea to say, what are you, what are we hearing from our customers about possible things that we need to change to make them a better customers for us or make us better suppliers for them? How can we do that? And, you, you know, several people talking about something will give you much more information than just sitting there musing about it yourself over a cup of coffee. So, uh, yeah, I think it's got to be part of the group process. I don't know how often you meet once a week, once a week, and always have that question. What sort of feedback, if you don't want to use the word complaint, what sort of feedback did you get from our customers this week? Let's not, then the positive ones, great. You know, actually you could do more of the positives, but <laughs> but it's the negative ones that you want to ferret out and then begin to change. So uh, I, I want to go back to something you said. You, you, you hate this, I, you know, people constantly saying they're sorry because you're yeah. sorry doesn't help you. It doesn't fix the problem, right? Um, right. It's, it's good to acknowledge, yes, we, we, we messed up. And I always say, it doesn't matter if who messed up, I messed up because, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. communication is, is, you know, it's the response you get. It's not just uh, one way, it's two ways communication. So um, my, my question about this is, so how do you dig into that? How do you actually figure out what's really going on there? And, um, yeah, okay, you have a conversation, but how do you how do you even learn to ask those questions? Um, where do you have to start? I mean, I always think you have to start by it's it's a fact. It's not a an emotion, it's not an attack, it's a fact. Uh, Let's yeah. look at the facts. Let's see what happens. How would how do you deal with that? Well, and I'll come back to that, but I do want to say that I think mostly what complaining is, is, is it's an emotional state. I really do think that's most of it. And what researchers who really looked at this subject carefully have found is that if you can handle the situation emotionally, that person is upset and you can turn them around, you've, you know, many times the facts really don't matter. Uh, I mean, maybe you made a mistake and many customers will accept that. They will. But here's the simple thing, just, so don't, don't ignore the emotions, don't just stay with the facts. Uh, CPAs probably tend to stay with the facts, but just you know, uh, find out what's, why did that bother you? What did that do to you? What happened? But then with the, there's a very simple way that you can f delve into things and that's that why question, which is used a lot in quality. Why did this happen? This, this, this. And then why did that happen? And finally, after you've asked about five times why, you get to the core of what the issue is. So let's say you come to me with something that you didn't like and I say, can you tell me why that didn't work for you or why that bothered you or I want to ask that why question and then they will tell you and then you build on that and ask another why question and eventually maybe it won't even take you five whys maybe three whys will do it you'll get to something that is at core with that person well here's what I really don't like and that is that my wife really doesn't like dealing with your firm mm. You know, maybe I get there and now we've got something really concrete to talk about. Is, is there something that I've said that has upset your 
partner? Is there something that, you know, then you just go down that loop and then, they, and then they'll tell you, maybe they'll get to the point where my wife had, uh, my wife's father did all of their CPA work and he didn't charge anything. I mean, there may be a, there may be a price question in there. You just don't know. That's the beauty of complaints is it enables you to find out more about your customers. And chances are, if one customer's got that feeling, several others do as well. Yeah, it, it is an opportunity to generate communication and additional communication. And it's an invitation. I mean, that, to me, it's right. an invitation right. to have that communication with the client. Um, the right. client saying, look, I'm willing to talk about this. If they didn't complain, they might not be willing to talk about it. But clearly, if they complain, I'm willing right. to talk about this. Okay, so help me understand. Um, right. what, what that is That's a great phrase help me you know, what, and what? then and then let me see what I can do to fix it let me see so you're always holding out hope uh, always holding out hope as well so, so let me ask you what do you do when a customer complains and they're really complaining about their own failure so they no. failed to do something okay no. it's really no. not something that you did but right. they are putting it on you. How do you deal with that? Right. It's that's almost right. like they're gas. It's almost like a gaslighting situation. That's right. Yeah. Well, do? maybe what they're really asking for is they would like um, you to help them remember to do this. Maybe it was something that they forgot to do. So it, you know, you, you do understand that you needed to take care of this. Yes. Okay. And but would it have helped if I had, if we had sent out a little notice prior to this, you know, cause you're, you're just learning how to add value to your service. And a lot of people do need reminders. I, I find that with all this electronic world going on around me, that sometimes I get so many messages that there's no way, there's no way that I can figure out what I need to do today. I need remind, I need somebody to come up and say, Janelle, it's time to do this. And yeah, so maybe one of the questions is, how, what, how would you prefer that I remind you about this? Right. Um, because it may be that you reminded them one way and they didn't get right. that information and then you right. really need to find out. Right. How do you want to work together? Right. Um, I always say if you, if you put the clients first, then mm -hmm. everything else um, gets a lot better. Um, because a lot chances are, if they've forgotten to do something, it affects you and your ability to, to help sure. them as well. I mean, this is a problem for you too. Absolutely. Your customers did. It, your clients did everything that you asked them to do and did it on time. Your whole business would be easier, would not require a second call. But I want to say something too. And you said they're talking with you. So you're, you know, people don't just call you on the phone when they don't have something of business to do to talk with you about your business. They don't do that. Right. That's a complaint opportunity provides that. It's a real chance to delve into your business and your customer's life when they're talking about something that didn't go right. You know, it's just like in our personal relationships with our spouses, with our families, until things go wrong, you don't really know what that relationship is all about. You know, first meet each other, you're in love, it's wonderful, da, da, da. and then something goes wrong. And that's when you really find out what your relationship, the strength of your relationship. And I think the same thing is true with complaints. Uh, customers don't expect you to get it perfect. They don't. They make mistakes all the time too. Both of us are making mistakes. It's the world after all. It's filled with mistakes. And uh, you're, you're just going to work together so that your needs get met. My needs get met. That's a good business relationship. So sometimes I've found that um, 
when a customer complains, it's an opportunity to reset expectations. Yes. Um, what do you what do you think about setting expectations? Because I, I always believe somebody's going to set expectations, right? If you don't, the customer will. And, right. and and if the customer is expecting something that you're not comfortable with, they're complaining about something, et cetera, that maybe it's just, that's not how we work. And right. resetting those expectations, um, sometimes I call it a come to Jesus meeting, but um, it's, it's, you know, let's, let's talk about this. Let's reset expectations. Here's what we expect. You know, I want to know what you expect, but right. understand that we're not just going to do whatever you want us to do. Yeah, that's that conversation with the customer. Now, I think inside our own heads, we have to think in terms of what do I need to anticipate with this customer to help them be able to, you know, what they have to do things too for a CPA. It's not a just a one-way street. Right. That's right. Absolutely not. It's and both of you have got to be honest. Both of you have got to have the receipts too. I mean, there's just so many things that have to be there. So you, you want to anticipate that. And that can be done, you know, at the conclusion of the pro, uh, of your conversation with them. And I just want to remind you that, da, 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 da. and I don't know if you make telephone calls before about reminders of, of, uh, of when they're coming into the office. This is, this is so-and-so, and I just want to tell you, you're, we've got an appointment tomorrow. Could you please remember to bring? They may not. And then they get in right. and forgotten, and then they're angry with themselves, and then that floods over onto the other person. Uh, I mean, there's if you just really think this through, you're trying to make your service and your relationship work. Uh, and that's called establishing rapport, which is an important ingredient in selling. And you're, you're selling your services. Every time they come into you, you're selling them to come back. You're selling them to come back. You're selling them to come back. And so you, you need to anticipate what it is that you need to do to make that relationship work. You know? So it's, it's not just the dumb customers. It's uh... <laughs> Well, there's, there's a terrible saying in our industry it says this would be a great business if it weren't for the clients. And yes. I always, I, I remind people, I'm going, you only have a business because of the clients. Without exactly. clients, there is no business. And right. I think that's a horrible thing that, I mean, literally it's a saying in, in, uh, our, yeah. in our CPA right. industry, which is very, very sad to me. Um, but if you could, um, as we wrap up, can you give us two or three suggestions as to things we can do either to handle complaints to prevent complaints or to um, really, really use complaints in our business. Right. Well, I have a three step, three steps really fast. I love the it. First one, the first one is uh, that you need to establish rapport. You, you need, because you're, you're working through an issue. So you don't want to do that fighting each other. You want to have some right. kind of positive relationship, just look at sales, just, you know, you're getting to a conclusion point. So you want it to be positive. So you establish rapport. And then what you have to do is to find out what happened. And this is where you have to ask questions, you know, all questions, listen carefully. So you're finding out what's going on. So I've got rapport. I found out what's going on. The third step is what are we going to do inside our own company to fix this so that we can learn from this. So the next customer comes along, won't run into the same issue. That's three steps. Awesome. Rapport, what, what's going on and let's fix it. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff. It's uh, I love the book. Um, the book is A Complaint is a Gift, How to Learn from Critical Feedback and Recover Customer Loyalty. If uh, people want to learn more about you and your work, you know, where would they go? 
they could go to my webpage, which is uh, www. A complaint is a gift. Everything is tied around that title. That's awesome. So it's easy to find. That's that's the best way. Is just to go right there. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm doing a series of. Uh, posts about uh, actually okay. about writing books right now, but I'm going to start looking at why is it that complaint handling, I think, is the major and most important ingredient of customer service so that you've got to change your mindset about this. You can't see it as a problem. You've got to see it as a gift that the customer is giving you. And then you say, thank you for that gift. And thank you for inviting me on your program. <laughs> well, Janelle, you're a gift. And thank you for your book. Your book is a gift. And uh, I think uh, just a reminder to all of our listeners that our clients are a gift. And uh, we, we need to recognize that they are a gift. And, and we exist because of them, not in spite of them. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and when, when we really focus on that communication and we take it seriously and we don't just apologize, but we actually acknowledge that there's something going on and we dig a little deeper, what's always going to happen is we're always going to have better clients, a better practice and a better life. We'll see you next yeah. time. You've been listening to the Wealth Ability for CPA show. Better clients, better practice, better life. To learn more, go to wealthability.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.